Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, so before we get started, I have a couple of announcements to make. Number one is that I have launched a Patreon for this podcast. And you can check it out at www.patreon.com slash sexyuniquepodcast. And this is really an opportunity for listeners and supporters of the podcast to pledge money to help this project grow bigger and better. I love doing this podcast. I love talking about Vanderpump Rules. And I love the community of people that have really come together to show support. And I want to grow this podcast in a major way. And that would mean hiring an editor, hiring a producer and seeking out advertising and really just like making it bigger. But I need resources to do that. So that's where you guys come in. And for as little as pledging $1 per episode, you will have access to a bonus episode every week. I've tried to build in a lot of rewards that I would want that I think are funny and would make your pledge worth it. So check it out. I just really appreciate everyone who listens to this. And uh, even if you just go to the page and look at it, I'm like, you're a super fan. www.patreon.com slash podcast. The second announcement is that I don't know if you all remember my guest, Ed Drosty. He was on episode four of SUP making amazing deals to the cast members, which none of them have taken yet. Unclear. Um, He's also in a band called Grizzly Bear, and they released a new album last week called Painted Ruins, and it is in-fucking-credible. Go download it on iTunes or stream it on Spotify. Like, you need this music in your life. It's amazing. And I'm not just saying that because I love Ed. Like, I truly love this album, and I just want as many people to hear it as possible. And also, I mean, like... I'm doing this for selfish reasons because I'm going to be in a Grizzly Bear music video coming out in September and channeling some real like Vanderpump, Real Housewives vibe. So I'm excited to share that with you guys. I will definitely let you know as it comes up. But in the meantime, listen to Painted Ruins. You will not regret it. Okay, let's get this show on the road. You're listening to the sexy, unique podcast Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you and I'm your host you. Lara Marie Shane Hall yeah. Everybody freeze put your hands up we ain't about to take it easy I hope he kicks up London with the beat here we go so in come go with a friend you be both in Ladies and gentlemen I am so pleased to announce my co-host for this 
journey, Ryan O'Connell. I'm like held hostage. <laughs> I'm like Brie Larson in room. I've never, <laughs> I'm like, I was driving to do this like podcast session today and just like feeling overjoyed that you said yes. Well, I didn't have a choice. No, I know. I mean, I really didn't. No. First of all, you live next door to me. And second of all, it would just be cruel. I know you, no. you had to do it. I had to do it. And there's only eight episodes and they're literally like 12 minutes long. They're like basically webisodes. Yeah. I mean, the episodes are really short. Yeah. And I mean, you understand why when you realize that they are only gone for two weeks and they've managed to milk eight episodes out of this. I don't actually know that that's eight episodes. I think I just told you that. How many episodes? I mean, I think it must be, it can't be Uh, that, it can't be that many. uh, They're only in the, they're only in Kentucky for like two weeks. I don't think there's more than eight. I don't think so. Oh my God. My my microphone just shatters. (laughs) I literally just just start throwing things. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess we will. We will. Um, well this, okay. So what really shocked me, let's just jump right in Okay. because I know your time, time is money for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what shocked me from the get-go about this show and actually the entire world of Vanderpump Rules at this point is like how much it looks like the hills. Oh yeah, it's very posh, but it's funny because it's all so bleak. Like nothing they're capturing under those amazing like cameras is like actually gorgeous. Yeah. It's like trash. Yeah, but it's It's, like like, high def trash. They've thrown a really glossy filter on it and it's kind of fooling me because I'm like, wow, everyone looks glam. Yeah, but they still live in like garbage dump apartments, you know, called like the La Ventana. And like, (laughs) like, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I guess. We don't get to see their apartments really this this season. Yeah, but no, it's definitely, it's definitely, you know, gotten a boost in the budget. But the music is still horrendous. The music has gotten, it actually is like artistic how bad the music is because they they hire people like random people to sing like when you first when Vanderpump Rules first started there were no lyrics in the music and now we get like these lyrical masterpieces but I think they just like go to like the Glendale Galleria and like give someone a Casio keyboard and are just like here you go like (laughs) go to work (laughs) they like hire musicians like off the street for sure yeah like they lure them into a recording studio and they're like we're gonna make you a star kid sing that one we love tonight there was one really Country like, boy. You know the story, city boy in the country. It was like, <laughs> I can't remember how it went. But like, they're now doing themed songs for like the transitional It's a song that would be show. on like Dawson's Creek Volume 4. Like, it's bad. It's really bad. It's, it's grotesque. Like, I don't want to wait <laughs> for Jacks to propose. Ugh, scary. It's really good. I'm excited to see, like, where the music takes us yeah, this I'm, season. Yeah, nowhere good. No, nowhere <laughs> sure, good. But dark. it actually is, like, I wonder if James Kennedy was smart, he would, like, get involved in the music. Oh, yeah. Do a DJ gig in, in Kentucky? Well, like he would, he would just like offer his services to like mix, make tracks for Bravo shows. I'm sure he's around. I, <laughs> I think he's hiding under a bush right you think now. He's free. Any, he's behind the door trying to get in. Any, <laughs> go away. Um. So Jax and Brittany are going to Kentucky, y'all, for two weeks. Back and bigger than ever, <laughs> literally. And <laughs> <laughs> they're like two honey hogs. They're like heading to the farm. They're like Augustus Gloop from Willy Wonka. 
They're literally like two Augustus gloops just being like, give me, give me more. Yeah. Is it rude to like comment on that? Well, it it, it is a tricky it, area, but I think that if you, <laughs> I think that if you both call out Jax and Brittany, I'm not just shading Brittany. No. I mean, Brittany's my Anna Nicole Smith queen. I love her. I love her. But Jax is She's looking. She's a ray of light. Yeah. Jax is looking like a bloated little jellyfish. Honestly. <laughs> and it's actually, I think maybe okay because I go to this workout studio a lot called sweat garage and have been in sweat garage classes with them mm-hmm. post their kentucky film do they look better now they look incredible like uh, they're getting those beach bods back yeah, totally. summer bodies yeah they like this was like winter bods or like spring bods but now they're summer bodies so i think it's okay i mean i don't know maybe I mean, it's, it's never it's okay. never okay it's but, never okay to not shame but guess what I mean, it's oh, unique podcast. I was going to say, it's never okay. Never mind. What? <laughs> something else. It's never okay to look, I mean. <laughs> I mean. It's never okay to look like shit. No, I mean, it's just, it's just, an, it's just a choice <laughs> that they've, that they've made. I mean, no, but I love it because I love that they're, they're just like, they honestly, I kind of do love that they just don't give a fuck at all. And Brittany, I love because I think that Brittany just like achieved her final form. Like, I think that like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, I honestly. You're evil. Wait, wait, no, I'm, this is not even rude. Like. I think it's actually really cool that she just like, oh my God, stop. Okay. First of all, Jax has been like a bloated, like gummy bear for like years now. Jax is like a literally a Gila monster. Yeah. He does look, he, I will say this. He looks really hot in the season to me. (laughs) No. I think Brittany's really pretty. I think she's Brittany is stunning. And by the way, I don't think that she looks bad the way she looks like. This is, like, I think when I say she's achieved her final form, this is, like, what her body is meant to look like. I honestly believe that. Whatever. I'm down. <laughs> I'm Team Brittany. So, like, I'm here for her and all, her, like, her curved journey. The, like, big boobs don't necessarily do her figure any favors. Right. But I think that she she always looks good. Yeah. She does. She always looks good. And. I mean, she wore a dress, I think, on one of the reunions that was, like, d- terrifying her like nightgown it was ghost terif- dress yeah it was bad i, I found I it online I you could it buy it it was 29.99 <laughs> that was too much <laughs> yeah <laughs> too much money <laughs> i thought about buying it as like a troll but then i realized the only person that i'd be trolling is, is yourself myself. yeah, yeah. I've, um, been, I've been there trust me but no i mean like now they're really working it yeah sure why not i so, feel like this is a really controversial way to start out this what podcast. do you mean because, I mean, I'm sorry, like, Jackson and Brittany have gained weight. They just have. They did. And they're, like, that is real. That's not controversial. That's just stating the facts. And I, like, kind of love it. I don't, like, hate it. I think that it's a very... It's a real It's, it's a, a real, real thing struggle. that happens in relationships. It does. And it also is something that everyone struggles with. I mean, I haven't gained weight in my relationship, but, I mean, people do it You know what? I fluctuate. Yeah. Sometimes I like to go to Sweat Garage, and then sometimes I like to eat ramen two times a week. Totally. And You're so bad. Sometimes. <laughs> You're so bad. <laughs> sometimes my summer body is more of like a winter body. Or a spring. <laughs> it's a fall body. It's a fall body. It's an Indian summer body. Your body always looks good, though. Thanks, babe. It does. All right. Well, this podcast is done. Thanks so much for <laughs> tuning in. And we'll see you next week. Night, night. Um, um, okay. So... so like, so Brittany and Jax get on the airplane and they head out to Trump country. Yeah, they do. Like, they are in deep Trump country. She's like, we can hate again. Feel that air? <laughs> it smells of ignorance. I love it. She's like, finally, let's get rid of those faggots. She goes to, like, her, like, 
parents or her mom's like compound yeah that's literally like built on a gay graveyard yeah it's like literally like i know it's literally like people like souls like are dying she's like like, who lives there her mom her mama her mama her aunt yeah her her sister militia militia who is my queen i'm obsessed with the name militia i don't think they knew that militia meant a different thing i think that they did and that's why they named militia militia it's like a play on words i guess militia it just sounds like someone was drunk when she said militia (laughs) the first time i was like like and then it truly was militia it's all about militia i can't wait to name get up i really want to get a pug and name yeah. it militia militia <laughs> so, it's, just it's a really good pug name i love just throwing an extra letter that doesn't belong why not i love taking sure. a name like melissa which already is an unfortunate yeah, name and then, and then making it, extra making it trash. confusing by and scary. calling it militia. and actually scary in this america militia yeah, yeah. um so they're in Trump country, Militia's there, and Britney's mom, Sherry, who is actually my queen. At she's this point. kind of like a go-go girl. She looks she like she's like... an extra in Austin Powers. Yeah, she really does. <laughs> it's she... like <laughs> every time that she's on, she features a hoop earring, a frosted lip, and like a bouffant, like half up, half down. It's actually kind of And the chic. look is working. Yeah. If it... she threw a white boot into the mix oh i know and like a mini skirt we really have something and she looks fresh as a fucking rose you know that when she like walks to the town center the two other people living in that town like turn their heads and uh, they're like who's that girl you know there's a reason she's been married four times because oh, she's I a hot piece too. of ass she is yeah she's great she's fucking fun yeah she well she loves to have fun she hates gay people she hates gay let's people let's not forget but she loves to laugh yeah she does which is kind of con like do, doesn't she understand that gay men are like the biggest lollers I don't know. Doesn't Brittany she know that she's maintains that her mother is like here for the gays and only They're the not. Gays. No, she's not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Like that woman has lightly murdered four gay men in her life and they literally are buried on that farm. But she can like that okay, so like I like, look at the screen is, like, and a I gay just get icon, welts though. on my face. Like literally I look at her and I just get welts. She's, she's a gay icon. Me. Well, she hurts me. Do you think the gays love her? Ooh, no. I'm sorry I said the gays. That's like I know. Okay, Kathy Griffin. I'm calm sorry, down. I can't do I Honey. didn't even mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. Where are my gays at? <laughs> Where oh, are my gays here's at? My, here's my number one gay, Ryan O'Connell. Do the gays love her, Ryan? You weigh it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's gonna tell us if the gays like Sherry or not. Yeah. Go, Ryan. I'll tell you what the gays think. Speak for the gays. Um no, I'm sure some gays like her. I mean, some gays love Carly J. Reg Re- Re- Jepsen. I mean, I can't I don't have control. You know. I think that Sherry is like transcending time and space to become like a true. Wait, who is she married to now? Though I'm confused. Like, She's married to a guy that. Did we see him? I think we did for a flash, but I was just like not able to truly pay attention to him. Mm. I think that he's like a little bit younger than she is. Oh, that tracks. Yeah. Like I sure. want to say that I, I truly don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. That means in I mean, my heart, I feel like that's the case. Yeah. I also just love getting married four times in a small town where there's probably four other men. I'm obsessed. So she's only just married everyone in that town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're probably like one of them's like her cousin because <laughs> they like ran out of people. They're just like, wink once for yes, twice for no. <laughs> I want Sherry to steal Militia's husband. 
<laughs> Sherry though, like she lols How hard. Can you literally say like, "Hi, this is my friend Militia." <laughs> like it's so fucked up. They've glazed over. They've like really normalized <laughs> Militia. Literally, our jaws but, like, dropped. I'm here to say Militia. that Militia is not a normal name. Hey, my name's Militia. Like, if what? someone said that to me, I'd be like, Melissa? Mili- yeah. Manuka? It took yeah. a couple times for me to fully comprehend Militia. Yeah, it's but totally now I love up. it. I want to know more about her. I want to know more about her journey. Yeah, I hope that she becomes like a regular cast member on the show. Yeah, for these 22-minute episodes. Um, So everyone sits down to lunch at Mama's house. Is oh, wait, it Mima or Mama? I think it's Mama. It's Mama, but maybe spelled Mima? like Mima. I maybe think they Mima. say Mama, but it's spelled Mima. The food looked like gruel that you would serve. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I'm going to say this about the food that they eat on the show. What? I was raised in Oklahoma City, and which is not ate. like Kentucky South, but it still is like it's kind south. of South-ish. Yeah. And that's like, I grew up eating that kind of food. I grew what? up eating like casseroles and like uh-huh. corn out of the can and green beans out of the can, green bean casserole. And yeah, but not Mexican now. pizza, which was heavily featured in the mail. I know. I was, was ju- I was like, mm, Mexican pizza. Yeah, I've not seen a Mexican pizza But you grew pizza up forever. eating that food, but you don't eat it now. And these people were like, they're older. Well, like babe, they-, they live on a farm in Kentucky. So they, they grow their own Mexican pizzas? I'm confused. No, Mexican <laughs> pizza is like a thing that like white people invented and love to eat. Really? Yeah. I didn't Mexican know Mexican pizza this. is like... A white person delicacy. Oh. Like a they, kind of like a trashy white frog legs delicacy. too, which I thought was like, I thought frog legs that were was elevated. surprisingly like a chic, chic move. I but I will say one of my friends has family that lives in like deep Louisiana mm-hmm. and they hunt frogs and kill them like Ugh, in the bayou God. and then they rip their bodies off and eat the frogs legs. So I think it's like a real Southern thing too. It's like a chic French thing, but then also like a really gross thing, which makes it amazing because do, do you think Jack's like low. gained like 30 pounds one Kentucky? I think Jax is in like hog heaven. Yeah. He's a honey hog. Also, I think like he goes, I think Jax thrives most in those types of environments because all the women, like I feel like Southern women like, in that kind of environment, like, love, like, a Jax type. Why? Because they just love, like, a man who they can kind of pick on and, like, me, like, Mama But was he's like, such a loser. But Mama, but they don't know that. They think he's from the big city and he's, like, a big guy who's, like, can take care of business. And oh he's, like, God. attractive. He's, like, a hot dude. Babe, again, he's, like, a gummy bear. I know, but, babe, he, think about it. He's coming from L.A. He's transporting to, like, God knows where Kentucky. You're right. He's probably a Kentucky 10. Yeah, he's a Kentucky 40. Yeah. Like, and all the ladies there, I mean, are going nuts for him. As soon as he gets out of the car, Mama's like, where's my best friend? Like, (laughs) Like, they just love him. And, like, he's he's kind of a bad boy, so they get to be like, you're bad. He's also kind of dopey. You know, but he plays it up like we yeah. got to see like prime Jack sociopath this episode, which yeah, I kind of like. I'm he's not early. Lie. He's always serving you socio. He's always serving socio, but this is like he knows that he's in his element where he can like trick right. people, and so yeah. he's like really on. And like when he does that whole song and dance at the end, like showing them the engagement ring and being like, "Oh, I know, Mama," and like he's like sneaking booze, but then he's like, "Mama," and like dancing around, oh, I know. like I know. the Pied Piper. Like I know, it's really unclear, but I was like, "This is Jack's like soaking up female attention." I just want him to get drunk and tell everyone about his Miami days. 
I like, want the. Wow. I wish. Okay, if I had like a lot. He's of like money, the things I did. The I things would, I did. I would like Kristen Doty out and fly that Miami guy to. Oh, I know. Kentucky. You would wire to, him like, like a million dollars. Oh, I would wire him. You would literally forty grand yeah. and be like, go to Kentucky and crash this filming. I know. And, like, ruin their lives that guy that guy with like the pock marks what was his name i can't remember but he had like pock marks right he kind he of was, was a poor unfortunate he was like soul. a meth adjacent kind of guy he and jacks had a deep history yeah that Elisa even alluded to at the beginning when she was like all oh, the cocks trying to attack you oh i know i that, like i Lisa's love the only one that can like gay shade well Jax. lisa just does like drive-by insults for him all the time and i think that he doesn't even catch them at like in time i think he does but he, he loves attention he yeah. loves anyone like he loves just being told he's a bad boy i know and so gay. that's why kentucky is like kind of the place for him because he gets to be bad and then people like like it him oh, for god it. i don't know i mean here's the thing like this show is like kind of whatever to me because i feel like simple life did it so much better mm-hmm. and like nicole richie was truly like a gifted comedian and she had like great comic timing and paris was like unconscious like literally zanned out the wheel and i feel like this one there's not really like the gifted that like Nicole, like you know what I mean. There's no like foil. Yeah, I guess it's Jax. I mean, Jax is supposed to be the Nicole. Jax is but supposed Jax to be is the not fish Nicole. out of water. No, I mean, Jax is just a psycho that they yeah. like put into this situation. And at first, I was really like irritated at this show's premise and like i really tried to be like no to this journey no you didn't you were like yes uh, we're doing this podcast with him well yeah obviously i was always gonna do the oh, podcast God. but i was never like signed up to love this show like i would never have watched this show if you didn't make me like i would have skipped this one you I wouldn't even have it. watched vanderpump rules if i didn't make you no i would watch it. oh i would watch vanderpump rules did you sure. watch it before we met no you got me into it see and i was like point. it's too dark yeah. no but i would watch it like I would watch a Vanderpump regardless of doing your well, podcast. Well, now you would because you've yeah, been sucked I'm in. Hooked. Yeah. But now but, I'm But Jax, what? though, and Brittany, I would not watch. Like, listen, I'm like a Bravo addict. Like, I'm literally will go dumpster diving. Like, I watch <laughs> Southern Charm. I'm like an addict literally getting a syringe and like shooting up. Like, when I watch Southern Charm, I'm not proud. It's like literally calling my dealer and like going inc- incognito <laughs> through a drive through Like, I am not proud of the things that I have done and the things I have seen. <laughs> but this even is too low for me. This is like f-list bravo reality digital series like like quality like whatever like this should have been a web series this is a webisode this should have this like, like premiered for free on youtube yeah like literally this is like yeah this should like premiere on like go 90 or something like um, you know unfortunately actually fortunately it's short and requires like not a lot of time commitment i just wish that they would air them as an hour because i think 22 minutes is like nothing you don't get anything i kind of am liking it like what happened the first episode they went to a party like who cares mama said no drinking they drank yeah ooh, scary well nothing's gonna be scary because this whole show is just a setup like there's no real stakes right so i guess we just get to enjoy like sherry the queen of life and mama and militia and like watch jacks be like an idiot a mess yeah yeah but see here's the thing like he the thing about Jax, the producers are like okay mamma's gonna say no drinking right like, here's some vodka right well the thing about jacks that i think is really triggering and maybe interesting for this one is that he's so full of rage like he is so angry Whoa. and well no he is he's an angry person so like when he gets like 
questioned about getting married, he like legitimately gets annoyed. And like when he gets told, when someone tries to tell him what he wants, like what to do, he gets really angry. Like he has rage issues. He does. Yeah. Like for sure. And that's like, there's Jax is interesting. Cause like he comes off as like this, like uh, dopey, whatever, but he's like truly like a cruel sociopath monster. Like he's capable of like truly evil. Like, I don't think he cares about anyone but himself. No, I think he would kill someone. No, I think he, I actually like, like lol but like not lol because i actually think he like would he would like he doesn't have a conscience he just doesn't like i can't really imagine him being a father to a child no he would be like whatever this doesn't do anything for me like why would i care about this thing that doesn't do anything back for me yeah like it's very tit for tat for him Mm -hmm. you know that being said i would welcome like a jackson britney baby spinoff i mean yeah it's gonna be her just like taking care of the baby while he like Goes to like fucking Hooters. You know, yeah, well, he goes to Hooters or like tomato pie pizza and like just like lives his truth. Um, what? Nothing. I just like <laughs> <laughs> someone got moony eyed and started thinking about her one true love, Jax. Oh, no. I mean, I'm really like, I think that Jax looks good on this show, but I don't think that he currently looks good. His body looks fake. It looks like it's basically so like he's fat in the middle because he eats garbage food. You know, he does. And everything that looks muscular is like an illusion. It's like it's like held together by protein powder and like supplements. He just like he he's doing this thing that like happens to guys like Alec Baldwin where you just like thicken up inexplicably. But there's nothing healthy about him. No, he's not like Like, a healthy person. He's not a healthy person at all. He's gotten like breast cancer 10 times. Yeah. It's like a, it's a Monet body. It really is. Cause it's like, it looks muscular, but it's really held together by like super glue and protein power. It's just like more thick than anything else. Yeah. It's gross. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, MeUndies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big. The contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going 
going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Yeah. Um, so Mama says no alcohol, which we know is like the setup for them to all get drunk. So, <laughs> um, and also like, okay. So they're all Christians because like RIP Papa, but they're all Christians. And so their rule is like no sleeping in the same bedroom or like no sleeping mm-hmm. in the same bed before marriage. Yeah. So they're in bunk beds. But then right? they put them in bunk beds, but it's like, uh, like yeah, if you put two people fuck. in the same room, they're still going to like sleep together and fuck. Right. And so like, like my mom is super religious and like forever, ever would never let me sleep in the same room as like my boyfriends when we would visit home. Oh, wow. Yeah, but we'd just, like, sneak 
we just like someone would sneak into someone's room like nothing really ever stops anyone but it's just interesting that they like don't even try and put them in separate rooms like are they really that dumb well i don't know i mean i I think that they are or that it's all for the show i mean i don't know i just like don't trust anything no i don't i mean this is all just like heavily manufactured but those people are not like jaded hollywood folk so i mean i think that like their reactions and like their interactions with them are genuine in a way because i don't think that you could tell those people like read this cue card like i like don't think that that's like possible no i think like, it's like but also you know what's interesting what i just thought of what is that britney's kind of the only person that comes from like a solid family background on oh, the show. i don't well i don't know the family histories of all the other ones well i'm just trying but to like, britney's think also about... not fucked up britney's like well i mean she I guess is in her own way, but she's a sweet little dummy. So she's not like, she's not malicious. Like she's not, she's not conniving. She's not manipulative. Like she comes from this like solid, or she, maybe she is. She comes from kind of like a solid family base. I mean, granted they are like, but didn't she meet Jax on Instagram or something? Like I think they met in Vegas or something. Really? I thought like she met him on Instagram or something. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she is conniving. I don't think she is though. But like, I'm trying to think of all the other cast members whose families we've seen. Yeah. I mean, Schwartz with his like three brothers. Oh my God, and, like, those his fucking dad brothers that who like didn't come who to the can't wedding. like fucking go on an airplane and like the live. brothers that live in the same room. Dark. Babe, that and like it makes you understand because Tom Schwartz is so stunted like emotionally and like just frozen, like yeah. can't move on. But compared to his brothers, he's like. A success story. He's yeah. like wildly successful. Sheena, whose mom is like just like her best friend and like stokes the fire of drama. She's from like Azusa, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stasi, whose mom seems like mildly unhinged and whose dad is like, oh, yeah. Her mom is like, I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, let's do shots. Yeah. Katie. They live in like, La- was- they're from like Lake Arrowhead, right? Yeah. The, her, like- her mom lives there. But her dad lives in New Orleans. <laughs> oh, like. right, right, right. Katie, whose mom seems fine but like i think it's just a mom i don't know but like who wants to see katie's family not me next change the channel (laughs) um jacks whose family we've oh we've saw his mom once didn't we? yeah i think we did um sandoval but like Kristen, i don't think we've ever seen Kristen's parents i don't think so Hmm. Hmm. all i'm saying is that like britney comes from this like big old family and then the rest of everyone is like a dark twisted journey yeah and like but you know that like every family is fucked up and has like a, you know a myriad of secrets and what do we think britney's family secrets are that they've murdered all the gay people <laughs> in the, in the, in the they're county. gay bashers yeah but also okay well here's my theory about britney's dad they voted for trump for sure oh they all voted for trump yeah yeah and so we meet Brittany's dad in this episode, Don. Don, who, like, I would, like, spoon. Don you know? is also, like... I'd have Don, like, play me, like, you know, the Beach Boys. Don looks like he's, like, about to, like, head over to the Eagle. Oh, yeah, he's and, totally... And, like, post up. I mean, he might be on Grinder. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Don and Jax had, like, a really weird flirtation where they it was had, weird. like... They had, like, this dick measuring contest that basically resulted in... And them jerking Don each other off. chainsawing down a live tree for no reason. Yeah, it was really weird. It, it was, was like, really weird. I was like, that why... That tree had to die for their, like, toxic masculinity. Yeah. I was like, yeah. why... Wait, remind me, like, why they're cutting this tree down. And, like, there was actually, like, no solid answer no there wasn't at all it was just again it was like this 
tree has to die so we can feel good about ourselves. <laughs> like, literally, Bravo is now, like, impacting our environment in a negative way, literally. They're killing the trees. They're killing trees. They're killing my brain cells, too, but whatever. I mean, fine. yeah. I mean, you know this show is, like, a classic example of reaching when a scene is, like, Britney being like, Jax, get an axe and chop down that tree over there. And then he tries to do it. And then Don's like, I'll, I'll handle this. Well, they're like, let's make him do something that's very country. So it can be funny. And yeah. he's just like, I don't want to do this shit. <laughs> I mean, Jax is so over it. Like he, like, the whole he like setup does is not just like, care. Jax, go and shovel shit in the chicken. Coop. And they're just like, what? He's like, what? No, I don't want to do that. Like he doesn't truly care. Like Jax gives like a, Four out of ten performance. You know what I mean? Like, as himself. Oh, like, yeah. He doesn't give He shit. phones it in. He phones that shit in. What I want to know, though, is, like, what execs at Bravo are, like, coming up with this idea and just, like, lolling their faces off at I don't know. It? Remember, we used to pitch shows to Bravo. I know, but I feel like we kind of came up with, like, good pitches. We did come up with good pitches, and it was, like, so weird. It was weird. Like, everything we I said, I mean, that whole like, experience no. was just bone-chilling It was bone-chilling, but it was great. You paycheck. actually did a really good job with it. I melted down and just couldn't do it anymore. And I think I made... I think I paid my boyfriend to do the last... <laughs> around because i could it was honestly breaking me psychologically to, to, at one point i was just like what about like people that live in hawaii like because uh, i ran out of ideas what's well, really like, funny what to would think i want to watch like because i just tried to think like what would i want to watch and then pitch them ideas that are shows that i would want to watch but like I would never, ever want to watch this show. I would never think that no. this is a good idea for a TV well, show. And it's funny I could tell you like 40 spinoff ideas for Vanderpump Rules shows. This would not be on the list. And so what I'm wondering is like. What would? What uh, Kristen Doty. Like Cornelia was on Pump Podcast and pitched a show called Down and Doty. Where you oh, just like follow Kristen Doty around. Like I would do. I would watch <laughs> Chris, anything. Kristen and her borderline personality I disorder. would watch like Katie and Tom year one. Ground zero. Like of would, their marriage. I wouldn't watch any. Well you are. It's going to be next season of Vanderpump Rules. Well yeah. But I mean like I'm just saying I would watch a lot of things and be really on board before I would watch like the thing Jackson, is that, though, Brittany is that take None Kentucky. of these people are compelling enough on their own they really really need they, they're like ingredients in a sandwich they need to work together in harmony to work otherwise when isolated they just taste like shit i mean i that's how i truly believe it like, i don't think any of them are captivating enough to really hold their own show it's hard to hold your own show it's it is. hard but i mean like it's like bethany couldn't even do it bethany frankel uh she, i loved her spinoff yeah no i did too and i fucking stand for her but like it was too much. It honestly was. It's like sometimes it was like okay, like mm, like I don't know. And Bethany's the queen. Yeah. Wait. So I remember going to Bravo. This is so funny. <laughs> so because we did. Have we talked about this before? What? How we got paid to pitch shows to them for them? I don't think so. Anyway, it was a dark time. I hadn't worked in like six months, and I was desperate for money. And they came to And, me. like, I was, like, working, like, a great job. You were. Every, every t- our lives work like that. Like, whenever yeah. you're working and, like, really successful, I'm, like, literally in a gutter. And then when I'm, like, working and successful, you're, like, about to, like, drag a knife across your throat. I know. It's kind of funny. We- Anyways, I look forward to the next time. <laughs> I know. I'm doing really well right now. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, anyway, I think our agent had reached out to us to do it. And I was like, this will be so easy. And I went to go meet with them. And Bravo was, came to us. They were just oh, like tapped us. us. Yeah, yeah. They just reached out and they were like, do they want right. to participate in this? Like, And I was so, I mean, I was down because I was like, okay, I watch the, them all the time. But it was 
honestly the hardest job I've ever done. It was like they they thought of everything. Literally, they thought of everything. And it was like, and I remember I went to my meeting and it was creepy because execs are creepy. They just are. And they like sat me down. They're like, okay, there's like one show that like you cannot pitch us. Like literally, like please don't. Like we get this all the time. We've had enough. And I was like, oh my god, what is it? They're like celebrities and their pets. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Who's fucking pitching you shows about celebrities and their fucking dogs? Are you insane? Oh, I'd watch that. I wish I, wish I wrote down all the insane things they said. Oh god. And so I, I remember like I, I talked to them about like. The Vicky Gombelson and how dark it is and how much how, lo- how like how low her self esteem must be to like be with someone who fixed cancer and like how she's a psycho like fascinating psychological study and they were like yeah oh my god we like never thought about it that way like you go really deep and I was like ah! I was just like because I assume that when you're making these shows you understand why it works and you understand why these people are like psychologically fascinating. And completely fucked up and damaged. Mm-hmm. But they actually, like, don't. They're, like, literally just, like, I, I don't think they do. They didn't seem like they understood it. I think that they think that they're, like, fun characters. I think that they look at people and they want characters. But they don't understand, like, the dark humanity underneath it. Like, they don't understand why people are so drawn to them. They don't understand why. Someone oh, Or I does. think maybe if they did, they'd feel bad about what they do for a living. Because they're just, like, destroying these fragile people's lives. But um, it was interesting. It was weird. I, I kind of thought that they would be in on the joke, and I don't think they were at all. Which it was, was weird. Fascinating. I pitched them a lot of stuff. Yeah, because like I feel like every time I talked to them, they were like, "Oh, we like thought of this or blah blah blah." But they like, loved like they loved like rich enclaves of like a town no one's heard of. Like, yeah, a- aka Potomac. You I know? pitched them an idea about like in Oklahoma City. There's like this old neighborhood that's like Nichols Hills. That's like old money, right? And then there's like this new money neighborhood that's Gallardia, and. So I pitched them a show about like why don't you old find new. old versus new and like That's find really those good. heads, but they were already developing Sweet Home Oklahoma at oh. the time, and they couldn't tell me like what the name of the show. But they were like, we're in, we're like in production, like on a show in Oklahoma, and I was like, God damn it! And then, but then I was really excited. But then, like, I didn't watch that show. Did you watch it at all? No, I didn't. But my mom watched it, and then she was, like, weirded out by it. She was like, these people say they live in Nichols Hills, but they don't really live in Nichols Hills. Well, and I was like, on it. she's on it. She's on the case. Yeah, but she was like, they weren't necessarily representative of, like, the Nichols Hills vibe. Not that I give a shit. But. Well, long story short, don't ever find out how the sausage gets made with reality TV because you'll become a vegan. Honey, don't fly too close to the sun or you'll get burned. A moment that I was truly obsessed with, this like feral family, there when like Brittany's dog hops on the bed and just like pees on her pillow. Oh, I know. I think do was, dogs do I that? I think it was a cat. It was not a cat, oh. you psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> you... It was like a little poodle kind of dog. Um, yeah, and they were like, lol. They just thought it was hilarious. And everyone like, like <laughs> and Jax was kind of like, ew, it's my pillow. I'm like, what the fuck is the deal? Yeah, it was weird. I mean, that's pretty rich coming from me that had a cat that would random, like, always shit on my couch. But I hope we, like, meet Brittany's boyfriend from, like, high school, <gasps> who's now probably on, like, 80 Oxy a day, but, like, still looks kind of hot. Oh, my God. This whole town that she's from is on Oxy, by the oh, way. Oh, for sure. I feel like Mama is secretly dealing Oxy. 
Oh, I'm sure. What if they just are like an oxy farm? They probably are like have a compound. You know what? They're they're kind of like that family of um, making a murder. Didn't he live on like kind of a compound? Yeah, it or was like, like the, an old yes, car, abandoned yeah. car. They're up. They're up to no good. They're up to no good. They're up I'd to no good. To but don't like worry, they have God on their side. But they're up to no good. Yeah. Yeah. I want to. I want to meet. I want to meet some ghosts from Britney's past. Dawn is a leather daddy. That was yeah. written down in my notes. Oh yeah. Well, we talked about that. I know. Yeah. But I just needed to revisit because yes. he truly is a leather daddy. Yeah. From dusk till dawn. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like Dawn and Sherry kind of flirted at the party. Oh, they at did. The I think they still fook sometimes. She seems really flirt. Like something I just truly. She has love a lot of about. sexual energy. She has a lot of sexual energy, and she laughs so much. And I think it's out of like I think she's a little nervous. Yeah. But she also is just like living in the moment. Like she's just like letting her body tell her. Yeah. What to do at yeah, all times? Of course, I think Jax is like into her. I think so too. Who wouldn't? I'm like into her. Yeah. No, I know. I, I want to like even go though she to hates Kentucky. My kind. Yeah. I want to go though to she Kentucky saw me, she would seduce Sherry. Even though if she saw me, she'd like get a she'd get a shotgun out from the porch and be like, "Keep driving." <laughs> <laughs> Mama's like, "You want to die here, son?" <laughs> She's die. like, "I'll grind you up and put are you, you f- on my Mexican pizza." <laughs> are you fixing to die tonight? Because <laughs> you need to keep driving. She's like, "I'll mount your skull on a fence post." <laughs> You little homo. I know. It's true. It's true. I really want to turn Cherry into like a lesbian. Well, maybe that'll be a subplot. We have, you know, we got a lot. We got 22 minutes to kill. <laughs> so we'll see. Oh, my God. When Don quoted Bible verses at the dinner table, I got completely darked out. I know. I know. He quoted. He's like, finding a good wife is like finding a rare jewel, which is a misogynistic thing to say. Oh, I know. It's basically saying like, okay, all women are garbage, but occasionally you find someone who's like not garbage and you hold on to them tight. No, forget it. It's like finding a pure woman is like finding a fine jewel. You have to dig around in a cave for it and you might never find, you might die trying. Yeah. I'm like, Don, who the fuck are you? Don of the dead. Like literally I'm I'm just, (laughs) I'm just literally using so many Don puns right now. I like a Don pun. I do like a Don pun too. Don of the dead. Don of the dead. I'm like, yeah, like you're so fucking special. I'm like, fucking Slash, Don, make out with me. Gay. He is a little gay. He's gay. He likes to chop. Only things. like a, re- a closeted gay man would say that about a woman. And chop down a tree. JK, for no reason. like most men would say that I know, about women. Actually, yeah. Sad. Sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> when the bonfire happened, you were like, everyone's on oxy at this bonfire. Yeah, I mean, again, they're like getting fucked up. Like Jax is probably in pill heaven. Like, Jax is fucked up by the end of this episode. He's drunk on a level that we... I know, but He's, like, fucked up on a level mixing. that we haven't seen him he's at mixing. before. He's mixing. I think he's mixing. He's, like, hopping around being, like, hee-hee-hee. Yeah, he's really weird, and it's, like... He really is weird, and I know he's trying to, like, distract Mama, but he's also, like, just being You're just, like, like honey, what drugs did you pack in your... Like, carry on. Like, what, Do you what? think he brought Coke to Kentucky with him? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure, because he's on Coke all the time. Do we think he, like, shoved a gram of Coke up his ass? No, Brittany's ass. <laughs> it was like, it won't hurt Do you think bit. that they both trafficked Coke across the country? I feel like Brittany would traffic Coke, although she, may, like, but I still, like, think that she's never tried Coke. Like, she would traffic the Coke, but never try the Coke. Like, she's she, like, like, it's the only way for Jax to be nice. Yeah, exactly. She'd find some way to justify it. She's like, stand by your man, you know? Yeah. But 
I don't think that she I does I feel it. like Brittany probably has a hairdresser friend in Kentucky that she can get coke from. And like, she's she like, gets there's coke this one Jack. homosexual that did my hair and he wasn't out to anyone but me and I know he's got the good shit. Yeah. But don't tell my mom because she fucking hates him. Yeah. She tried to kill him last night. <laughs> Brittany like holds him at like knife point and is like, give me all your drugs. <laughs> They're from my boyfriend. I'm straight. Ever heard of it? And shanks him. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my god, these people are just like swamp people. I hope that from a Jax swamp. continues to get like fucked up and weird. I'm gonna say that I give this episode, I give it a B. Ugh, I give it a D. I was not impressed. I was so bored. I felt like the these episodes need to be an hour long. They need to. And I feel like the fact that they're 22 minutes, it's like they're just prolonging this. Like they, I feel like they didn't get good material. No, it's obviously like a piece of shit, but 22 minutes is a very low commitment level. And it's like something that's easily digestible. And there will be like one to two to there's anywhere from like actually two to seven laws. I need episode. I need I need more laws. I need a Nicole. I need a Nicole Richie comedian to do the heavy lifting. I, I need I need a lot of things from this show that I'm not getting right now. Well, maybe you should focus on letting Sherry be your angel. We'll see, but... Because she's mine. We'll see, but I can just tell she wants me dead. Okay, right now, if you had to fuck someone from the show, who would it be? Militia. (laughs) (laughs) To say that I could fuck someone named Militia. That's a lie. No, Dawn. (laughs) I'd fuck Dawn. (laughs) What? I just love that you... I I would fuck Dawn. I would fuck Dawn today. As I take a huge swig of my wine. I'm like, I would fuck Dawn. I wonder what the listeners who they would fuck. Yeah. I, I want to know. If you listen to this episode, tweet us. Tell us who yeah, you would fuck. Yeah, and tell us who you would fuck. I think everyone would fuck Dawn. Give us a... a okay. I Wait, want, no. I'd fuck Sherry. I already am fucking her. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> She's mine. Hands off. Um. Okay. People that are listening to this episode, please do a few things. Tweet us with your grade. Like... Of the episode? Of the episode, yeah. I want to know, like, and if And if they're anything above a B, I'm, or a B or above, I'm scared for you, but okay. Well, I won't judge, but yeah. Ryan over here. I'm and like, then honey, also, tell us who you would fuck. And then, like, a desert island scenario. Yeah. I, I guess, mean, like, Jax and Cherry would be fun to be in bed with, and Brittany. Oh. Cherry <laughs> <laughs> and Brittany fucking mother-daughter, like, porn. Sherry's gotten, like, some work done or something. She looks so young. I know. She does. She's looking young and full of life. I know. I know. It's I don't true. know what her secret is, but I want to know. Again, it's so the blood. So, Sherry, if you're it's listening. It's the blood of the fallen gay angels that she's taken. <laughs> they keep her. Those, that blood. The blood from the gays keep me young, honey. She truly is. the gays. Like it's the, awesome. the she's being like a little delightful. Gun. It's like It's delightful, fun loving. She lures the gays in, chews them up, and spits them out. It's Sherry. <laughs> oh my god! I live for her. I love her too. All right. Well, uh, I think that's all for right now. Okay. But there's a bonus episode, right? Yeah. But there's a bonus episode. So for everyone. <laughs> Hold on to your hat. For everyone who gets in on the Patreon for Sexy Unique Podcast, you get a bonus episode where we're going to talk about all current events on 
in the Vanderpump Rules Which Laura is an expert on. I have no idea what these idiot garbage cans are up to, but I'm about to find out. Yeah. So get involved and see you next week or hear you next week or I guess you'll just like hear us. I don't know. All right. Smooch you guys. Bye. Bye. I want to thank my two premium sponsors for this episode of SUP, Catherine Lodge and Johnny Smith. Thank you guys for your pledges and because of you, it's all happening. I'm feeling, cause I know, I know I'm feeling, cause I know, I know.